Hello, this is Rod Studd welcoming you to On The Wire, the official podcast of the PDC. It's crunch time at the Ladbrokes.com World Arts Championship with two great semi-finals in prospect. In this episode, Rod Harrington talks to Eric Bristow about the impressive Simon Whitlock and we hear from the three other semi-finalists, Phil Taylor, Raymond van Barneveld and Mark Webster. One of the biggest stories to come out of the 2010 Ladbrokes.com World Darts Championship is the stunning form of Simon Whitlock. The Australians seen off James Wade, Terry Jenkins, Colin Osborne and Wayne Jones en route to the semi-finals. Eric Bristow has been impressed with Whitlock and Rod Harrington talked to the five-time world champion about what impact the Aussie could have on the game this year. Well, I'm with Eric Bristow and uh, this World Championships has really been great. The amount of different players that are coming through and there's one player, Eric, that you have backed and told me about from the beginning Simon Whitlock and how impressed have you been with him? Well he's played played superb but I mean his quarter final was a, a bit more than what I expected I mean I expected him to win but he showed so much character against James Wade because James Wade had come back to three all, he should never have come back to three all because he was it, Simon was such a, a, a better player in, in the match and when he did come back to three all it didn't flush to Simon you know the next the next set he, he went out on a 170 a 150 and he, he just he just carried on playing, and he, he won five sets to three. You know, played marvellous. Well, now he's got Roman Barnvelt in the uh, semi-finals, and Roman's not been at the top of his game. I mean, do you, do you see Simon having any trouble with him? No, I can't believe I can't believe Ray's, Ray's there. I mean, it, uh, it, Ray has played uh, this tournament like two years ago, like the young lad who got to the, the final. He's just scraped through, and. Uh, you can scrape through so far, but then you've got to come into somebody in form. And Simon Whitlock is very professional, and that's what I like about him. I was talking to him after he won. I said, you're going to go out and have a couple of beers now and celebrate? Oh. He said, no, I'm going home. I'm going to do exactly what I've done every other game. And he's going straight back to the hotel, go to bed and get ready. It's the biggest game of his life. Do you think this tournament, I mean, he just beat James Wade uh, in the quarters. And we've both said that James Wade, the field doesn't take the game serious enough at times. Do you think Simon's win over James has proved that James has pretty got a knuckle down a bit more? Well, that's right. I mean, the best, best as far as I'm concerned, the better player won because it, uh, Simon Whitlock, he's dedicated, loves the game of darts, and wants to do well at darts. James Wade is natural talent, but doesn't put the work in. And uh, he, now he's got to go home, think about it, and think, right, well, if I want to be up with the top boys and stick with them, I've got to start taking this game seriously. Otherwise, he would just fade away and then if three or four years' time, look back at it and think, what a silly boy I was. Well, obviously now Simon Whitlock is going to be on our tour. Do you see him having a real rosy future and earning plenty of money now? He's going to earn a fortune, you know, as well as I do, Rod, he is. You know, but he's going to earn loads of money. He will be in the top eight by this time next year. And I'll tell you what, and in his two years that he's going to earn money and just go on it, he will be in the top four. Without a shadow of a doubt. Well, we've both said again that, that this tournament is one tournament that has shown up a lot of players where they're not doing it right, like we just mentioned about James Wade, and there is others, you know, like Wayne Mardle, Peter Manley. Do you think this tournament has really shown up where you've got to be professional and some of the players that are not? Well, this sort of money, you should be professional, shouldn't you? I mean, if they had this sort of money when we was around, you know what I mean? We, we wouldn't have had to do all the exhibitions. You can just go along and play in these tournaments and earn a fantastic living and play the game you love. I mean, there's no excuses for these top pros. They just You've got to be dedicated. All right, you're not on footballers like 160 grand a, a week like they are, but you can earn, if you're a top four player now, you can earn 
quarter of a million, £300,000 a year. You've only got to do that for five, eight years. You're set up a life. Just one last thing, Eric. I mean, we've said that this is possibly the best world championship. I mean, you're best to judge this because you have played in, you know, from right back to the very first one and played in most of them, uh, BDO and PDC. Do you really think this is the best tournament we've ever had? This is the best tournament before the quarterfinals started, without a shadow of a doubt. And, and uh, all right, we've had one quarterfinal that let us down, was a Ronnie Baxter one. But, I mean, the other darts has been fantastic. I mean, there's always a couple of games that let you down. But, I mean, A.D. Lewis and Phil Taylor, they battled it out well. And it's, it's, just, it's just the way darts should be, you know. I mean, it's been, been a fantastic tournament, and I just can't wait for the semi-finals. Phil Taylor's on course for a 15th world title after he saw off Adrian Lewis in the quarterfinals. Taylor faces Mark Webster in the semis, and I caught up with the Stokes after his win, while Dan Dawson spoke to the Welshman. Phil, first of all, um, most of us are struggling to find words to describe the performance. We're running out of words. Perhaps, yeah, you, half, perhaps, half no, perhaps yeah, yeah, exactly. Perhaps you can. Sum, I was sum steady. It up. I was consistent, and I put him under a lot of pressure. Do you know what I mean? I knew Adrian. The way he was, you know, he was very confident at the beginning of the week. He's very confident during the week. And I thought he's going to put a lot of pressure on himself, you know. Now he's going to back it up. It's a big difference when somebody hits you back. So that's what was on my mind. So keep matching him because he's a great scorer. I think he's one of the best scorers I've ever seen. There's been many great performances over the years. Mm. Where would you put that one? Top ten? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt, yeah. He's a cracking little player. And the last one I played him in, in Germany was even better than that, to be honest. How important do you think that first set was when he's missed a dart a double, he's left himself a chance and you've took it out third dart? Was that... As early as that, the crucial dart? Probably, probably. I, I don't know, see, I don't know how Adrian thinks like that. But with me, it's, it's, you know, you one set up, you've got the dart to the next set, so put him under press in the next set, and then I took the next set 3 0, 3 0. So, yeah, maybe it was. I don't know. I don't know what's going through Adrian's mind. I know he was, you know, cursing himself. I know, oh, you know, swearing a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. What did you make of all the build-up to the game? Because it, it, I thought it was great. I thought it was. I thought it was justified. I thought Aidan was was one of the best players on our side, and he 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 was been he's been great. And I think it's you know a game everybody wanted to watch. I think the viewing figures tonight have been fantastic. So that'll show you. And in fairness to him, he never gave up. I mean, I think a lot of people thought when you were bashing more around the hockey that he might turn in, but yeah, he didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't. And a lot of times I had to hit two maximums just to to win the leg. So that shows you how good the lad is. Had you seen the match in the afternoon? The Whitlock game. Didn't see it. Didn't see it. I haven't got Sky in the room. Too. I haven't. <laughs> you need to get it installed. Um, I'm in a hotel. <laughs> I don't own the hotel. Yet. Um, what about um, the game coming up against Mark Webster? Because I think a lot of people are pleased to see Mark doing well. He's a nice lad and he's oh, had he's a, a tough lovely, time. He's a lovely kid. And you know, he's still a young lad and he's, he's done fantastic. And tomorrow it's going to be a cracking game. Um, I'm expecting him to come out there and do exactly the same as what Adrian's done. You know, That's how I'm going to prepare for him. I'm going to hit him with everything like Nigel Benn used to do, you know. I'm going to go out there and hit him with everything I've got. And if he beats me, then fair play to him. I'll hold his hand up. If he doesn't, I'm in the final. He's got steadily better round on round, yeah. but, but he's, he's not averaging the kind of figures that you're averaging. Not yet, not yet. And who knows, he might do tomorrow because he's got no choice now. He's got to. And just finally, uh, a word on, on the other semi. Um, you know, Barney, Barney's sorted himself out. He had a rough night against Kevin Painter, got through uh, and has done a job tonight. Good, good he job. He did. Ronnie, Ronnie didn't turn up tonight. I don't know why. He, I, mean, I talked to him in the break, actually. He says, I don't know what happened. Mm. He says he really doesn't know why he didn't turn up tonight. You know, he, he, he's, 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 that's Ronnie O'Sullivan, you know. He either turns up, Ronnie O'Sullivan, Ronnie Baxter. He was there, Ronnie O'Sullivan. Yeah, yeah, so he either turns up or he doesn't. You know, if he turns up, you're in trouble. If he doesn't, the walk over. Yeah, it goes to your mind. I knew. I mean, I was never totally nervous. If he'd have come level, then I'd have got nervous. But as long as I'm ahead, I'm all right. But 
No, no, it's, it's not ideal, is it, being 4 0 up? The next minute's 4 3, but job done now, I can relax, I'm well pleased with myself. Yeah, last four Leverkusen Home World Championship, and uh, you played some really good stuff, certainly for the, the first four sets and then that final set to close it out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said in the interview earlier, I mean, the last four of the, the biggest competitions that ever take place in darts, so. Something told your name. I mean, and I'm I'm in the last four, and I can still go further, you know. But I've got a tough task ahead next. But I'll give it a really good go. Yeah, we uh, we don't know you playing yet at the moment. Have you got any preferences out of Lewis or Taylor? Um, I'm not going to say a preference, regardless. I'm in for a tough task. I mean, Adrian's playing brilliant. Phil, you know what you get with Phil, you know. So that's going to be a good game tonight. But I'll, you know, as a dart player and a dart fan, you've got to watch that game tonight. I'll keep an eye on it. But no, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow, and I'm I'm really proud of myself, and you know. Not big myself up. I think I've done really well. Do you, do you think maybe you could benefit if these two really beat each other up in their game? If you know it goes to a deciding set tiebreak or anything like that, then when they come back and, and play you tomorrow, do you think that might give you an edge? No, not really. Adrian, I know he's a young lad, but he's how long has he been around? He's been around for what, maybe eight years, possibly. I don't know if that's. That, they know the crack. They know how you know what it takes to go for a marathon game, and we play. Late on tomorrow night, so no, it's not going to be an issue whether it goes six nil, uh, sorry five nil or five four. It's not going to be a big deal. It's not going to aid me in any way tomorrow. Um, you again, you seem more and more comfortable by the match up there. Uh, you said after your, your previous win that you, you felt completely at home up there. Um, now I suppose it's, it's, there's no fear at all. Whoever you're playing, whatever the situation. No, no fear. And I'm dead pleased with myself. Because, like I said, I keep going on about it, but I come into a lot of stick. I've been called lucky, underrated. I mean, I, anyway. You know, my, I don't really read them. My friends tell me stuff like that, but it does hurt. Like I'm still a young lad, I do take things to heart. But I think I've proved a lot of people wrong, regardless of whether I've had, you know, people say I've had an easy draw. But I've played Mark Walsh, who's been won four tournaments this year. Peter Manley, a three-time finalist. Kirk, a finalist. Cole Stompy, who's come across and taken it by a storm. So there's no such thing as an easy draw over here. Do you think? I mean, you know, particularly when you're getting towards that last set and you think, oh, I've done well in the lead here. Do you think? Oh, and this, I've got 40 grand in my back pocket for a start. Um, no, I don't really think about the money. I mean, four sets to nil is four sets to nil, but you still need three legs. You can go two all and be one leg away, lose that leg, and suddenly you're a set away again. And that happens to me three times, do you know what I mean? And Cole's an experienced player. I mean, I said earlier, if I'm still playing at the standard here because he's, when when he's 47 now, I'm only 26, so I'm playing like he is when I'm that age, I'll be well pleased. He's, he's a credit to the game, and I think he's been brilliant since he's come across. Raymond van Barneveld lies in wait for Simon Whitlock after he beat Ronnie Baxter 5-0. The Dutchman's really grown into the tournament, but he has to get the better of the dangerous Aussie if he's to make his ninth final. Both men spoke to Dan Dawson after their wins. I'm very happy with the um, double out shots, 44%. And um, I believe in the, um, the configuration of the darts, you know, the, the stems and the flights. And on, on the finishes, I'm, I'm very pleased, but on scores, uh, I don't know. Um, Backstage, it's 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 fantastic, and still not going well on stage. The cover shots on the triple nineteens are, are are very well, but I don't know. And you still can't believe Ronnie missed a lot of doubles, and um, yeah, four nil up. I was very very happy, and then to uh, one nil, one all, two one two all, and then uh, took the last leg and uh, make it five nil. So uh, only dropped um, three legs in the match. Yeah. So I mean, you know, <coughs> again, you're still not produce your best, and once again, you've got through another round. Now you're into the semi-finals this yeah, Leverkusen yeah. World Championship. Well, I mean, it's, well, a, it's a crazy old tournament. This so, one. So you see, it's a crazy game. I know players who've got 99 averages and got got beat in the first round. So what can you say? 
I remember Yellow Klaassen, uh, when he beat me in the World Finals, uh, the whole week he was 28-29 averages, not even a 30. He hit a 30 average and then he beat me 6-4 six, six, in that final. Or 7-5, I, I can't remember, too long ago. <laughs> so, yeah, I know uh, I have to improve, but I said that two days ago. And uh, only dropped one set so far. I know what uh, it's going to be a lot better than... Uh, than what I did before against uh, against Simon Whitlock. Me and Simon are good friends. We know each other for four for, for years. Uh, he's world class. Um, he, he took the courage to to, to get on, on his way to, to the PDC. And uh, you see what you can do. And I think I give him a lot of good chances to uh, him him and Webster to, to go in the Premier League next next month. Um, you, you did probably saw Simon's game. I mean, it was a real old battle with James. And although he played brilliantly, yeah, yeah. Simon, do you think that might have taken a bit out of him? Do you think you could benefit from that? No, I don't. I, I, I watched it, you know, but um, I know what I can do. If, if people play 140s, 180 against me, I hit them back, you know. If people hit 43s and 58s against me, I hit 43s and 58s. I know what I can do, and it's getting better. I promise you, it's getting better and better and better. My family is here, so that gives me another boost, and uh, I'm very pleased. Uh, if, if I see them faces in the crowd and they're cheering on for the old Barney Army, I see how proud they are, and, and that's giving me so much energy tomorrow, I believe. I promise you. And uh, I mean, is this the first time your, your daughters have come out? Yeah, yeah. My son was there in the, in the World Finals in, in 2006. No, 2005, when, when I beat Richie Davis there. So he was there. So my daughters never ever came over to, to England. So I might go uh, tomorrow when I was shopping and uh, maybe on the, the double-decker buses and uh, bring them to Oxford Street because uh, I own a few bob this day, so uh, let's spend the money tomorrow. <laughs> that match was really tough because James Wade is one tough person and uh, uh, I had to play my best stars to beat the man. There was some superb stuff all the way through. Uh, you must have thought when he, he pulled it back to three all, what have you got to do to beat this guy? He just wouldn't wouldn't lie down, would he? Yeah, I know. He just came back at me, and I thought when I, when I got to three all, I just said right, win this set, and then try and break him up the next set, and that's what happened. Fortunately, finally getting over the finish line and doing that. I mean, what was going through your head then? I just wanted to finish it. I just thought, well, I've got to get this over. I don't want to go another set to the last set, and. You know, just just get myself in a in the winning opportunity and, and take it, and I did that. Is there any sport you Aussies aren't world beaters at? <laughs> I really don't know. I, think, I don't know. It's just the Aussie way. We're all we all got this thing inside of us. What says never give up, and you know, <laughs> it's just the Aussie way to be good at everything. I think. Uh, and from what I hear, I know you were, you want to come over and base yourself here. You've been looking for a sponsor. You've had some uh, some luck in that over the past few days. Am I right in that? Yeah, I've picked up um, Harlow Stadium as a sponsor now and, and looking for more if I can get it. But with that and this run to the semi-finals of the Labricks.com World Championship, um, that should give you a springboard so we'd be seeing a lot more of you. Absolutely. I'm going to move over here now in the next couple of months and, and base myself here now and play the circuit. So... It's a dream come true now. Semi-finals then, what are your thoughts? Yeah, the, Raymond's struggling a bit mentally and uh, Ronnie Bax is playing brilliant darts. I'm sort of expecting to play Ronnie, to be honest. I don't mind playing either of them. I've never played Ronnie. I've played Raymond a few times. I've, I've beaten him once, but you know it's going to be a hard game no matter who I play. And you've had to pull out your best stuff to beat, to beat James here. Uh, 
are you confident that you can keep that standard up for the next match and, and you know and potentially one after that? Yeah, I feel confident in uh, going all the way with this tournament. I don't worry about who I'm playing. I just get up there and play my darts. I, I put lots and lots of practice in before this tournament, more than ever, and it's paying off now. Simon Whitlock there talking to Dan Dawson, and I'm now joined by Rod Harrington. First of all, Rod, let's discuss Phil Taylor's demolition of Adrian Lewis. What a performance. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, in the first set when he took out the 81 after Adrian had a, that one dart at double top, that was the match there and then. Phil sent out the message, you know. I mean, most of, of us, like Eric, me and Eric, never questioned that Phil was going to win it. It was, it was all about Adrian Lewis, if he could turn up and do a fight with it. I mean, he's turned up, but he just isn't taking out shots. That he's, the only shots he's getting is the 110, the 118. You know, he's just missing the odd double. But Phil is absolutely clinical. You know, I mean, I've, I've known the guy for 20, 25 years, and, and he just amazes me time after time. I get the feeling you, you, like the rest of us, are struggling to find new words to describe his talent. Yeah, I mean, what do you do to describe it? I mean, we've been saying it for the last... I mean, I played against him for, what, 15 years. And, uh, you know, he was hard to beat then. But the uh, these new players just haven't got the mentality to beat him. You know, Dennis Priestley did have, I think I did have in the early days, Everson did have, even Alan Warriner did have. But these guys have not got it. They go up there and they stand behind him and they watch him throw darts, which they shouldn't do. Look at the floor. Don't look at the dartboard where his darts are going in. Don't even listen to the crowd or the caller, what, he's try, what the caller's shouted. Try to shut it all off. But, but you're right, it, it is hard to find words. This display that he's done against Adrian Lewis... He's up there with the very best. Will he have been aware, I mean, you know Phil Taylor very well, will he have been aware of uh, what Simon Whitlock did in the afternoon and think, well, he's put on a show there, I'm going to show this crowd what I'm all about tonight? Absolutely. I mean, Phil Taylor, if someone does something, Phil Taylor wants to go out there and beat it. Barney did the nine dart early part of the week, Taylor wants to do a nine dart, probably wants to do two, just to say, well, he did one, I've done two. Phil Taylor always wants to set the bar. Uh, Whitlock played well today, Taylor... Follow this. Mark Webster's going to play. We'll talk about what may happen in that semi-final first. But, I mean, first a few words, uh, well, later, first a few words, though, on uh, what Mark's done in this tournament because he's had a real tough time coming across to the PDC and it's really impressive the character he's shown to get up on that big stage and, and come back to his very best. He's played absolutely brilliant. We always knew he had the talent. You don't become a world champion if, if you're not a very good dart player. But what he's done since he came over to the PDC... I think he's felt uncomfortable and a little bit embarrassed at times. Probably a few of the other guys have had little digs at him, you know, about, you know, you're not a great world champion and all that, that rubbish, really. And I think it got to him. But what he's done after the Grand Slam, he had, you know, he had a good Grand Slam, and I think he's come in here and thought, right, I'm just going to play like Mark Webster wants to play. I'm not going to listen to anybody. And he's got over the first round, the second round. I mean, the first round against Peter Manley, two sets of Neil Dan, showed a lot of character. And I think... For this year, this new year, we're going to see a completely different Mark Webster. I'll tell you what impressed me in the semi-final, Rod. He started brilliantly uh, against Coe Stompy, quarter-final rather. He goes 4-0 up, Coe comes back, gets back to 4-3. Now, he must have had a few doubts there, Mark Webster, but he, he closed the game up very well from there. Yeah, you, you did see a few flaws in, the, in his game, I have to say. When Coe was getting back at him, you could see him getting nervous. He was missing the odd darts. Instead of, you know, the straight tons or the 140s, they were 95s or 125s. You know, he's got to sort that out, but he, he comes through it, so he will feel an awful lot better over it. And, and it was a good display. I mean, Coe Stompy, everybody was tipping him to, to you know, do really well. But Webster, that, that was showing character. There's a difference between good and world-class, though, isn't there, 
so Webster versus Taylor. I mean, realistically, has he got any chance whatsoever? No, he hasn't. Realistically, he hasn't. I mean, and we'd say that whether Taylor was playing anybody at the moment. I mean, the display shown against Adrian Lewis is incredible. And Mark Webster's just got to go up there and try and play the dartboard. Uh, but the answer's no. He, he hasn't got a, a hope of beating Phil Taylor. I'm sorry. That's just the way life is. And one guy who has beaten Taylor is Barney. Um, he says he can't beat him anymore. We'll see maybe in the final. But what about Barnevelt's performance tonight against uh, Ronnie Baxter? Um, again, he was questioned. Uh, we saw his performance against Painter when he looked washed out. But he's come out and done a job. He did do a job. Um, you know, Baxter was nowhere near the consistency he has been for the for the whole of the tournament. He didn't really turn up against Barney. But then, you know, if someone doesn't turn up, you've still got to do the job. And that's what Barney's done the whole of this tournament. His, his averages have not been there, really. But if you look at his winning set averages at times, they're very good. It's just that his losing set averages have been ultra bad. So it brings the winning set average down, obviously. So all he concentrated on was getting more brilliant winning sets, which is what he did against Baxter. And once Barney got two, three sets to the lap, you knew, you know, Baxter, as, as, as experienced as he is and as good as he is, you know, not many people come back. And uh, Barney showed a lot of character, and I spoke to him afterwards, and uh, he's feeling a lot better. He's feeling, you know, he's not feeling ill, he's not feeling down, he's not feeling tired. So uh, his semi-final should be a, a great show. Yeah, he did look a lot better. So if you were a supporter of Barney or a backer of Barney, would you see more signs for optimism now than, say, after the Kevin Painter game? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I think he's got Simon Whitlock, obviously, in the semi-final. And uh, I'm going to tip Barney to win it, as, as well as what Simon Whitlock played today. And me and Eric won't agree on this one because he's backed Simon all the way. But I've just got this feeling. You know, sometimes, two years ago, a man called Kirk Shepherd, uh, a young boy called Kirk Shepherd, had all the luck and got through. Didn't play brilliant, but got through at the final. Barney's not playing at the top of his game, but he's done the right thing at the right time. And I've just got a feeling that Barney may nick it. I mean, stats-wise, he can't beat Simon Whitlock. But you know what? Stats don't always work. Well, we hope you've enjoyed the latest edition of On The Wire. We'll be back after the final with exclusive interviews from the PDC Awards Dinner. And we'll be casting our eye on the year ahead. 